welcome to the show. My name is Kyron Mountain, and this is Nintendo News Now. Right off the bat, I need to apologize. I know, Canadian of me. I, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. If I look at the last time I released, it's been like, what, uh, two weeks? So I do have a backlog of news. I did do show prep last week. I swear I did. I promise you I did. Uh, but I never got an episode out. I'm a jerk. I need to totally... I don't... <clears throat> So this is this is the hard thing. Do I do I record this episode pretending it was last week because I have news that some of it is kind of outdated or slightly irrelevant or and then do another episode like tomorrow with all the other news from this week that's actually for this week or do I just fess up like I just have and and record an episode with all the old news and still do another episode next like tomorrow for for this week. I think that's what we're going to do. So what we're going to call this is uh this, this episode is being recorded on the 16th, but this this is news that's actually was built for the 7th. So, yeah. Nintendo news for the week of October 7th, but we're recording it on the 16th, and tomorrow I will have another episode. Sorry this explanation has taken way too long. Uh, lots of Pokemon news on the horizon today. Let's just start with the Pokemon stuff, and we'll get through here. Um... Not really super newsworthy, but I thought it was really interesting. Uh, Nintendo Life has an article that basically says Game... F well, the, the, the title says it all. Game Freak had plans for a Virtual Boy title, but never got around to making it. I wonder why they never got around to making it. I know for myself, personally, I wanted a Virtual Boy as a kid. But by the time I saved up enough money with, you know, allowance and stuff, it wasn't on the market anymore and wasn't a thing. Uh, they got a quote in here saying, yeah, by the time we were really getting around to it, the system was on its way out. I mean, I really liked it personally. Could you imagine a Pokemon game on the Virtual Boy? Would that have saved it? Or would that have... Uh, like, I don't know if I could... I mean... I've never owned one, but I know that it, it's got some huge eye strain. And would you want to sit there playing a, 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 an RPG with a system like that? I guess today, nowadays, people play RPGs uh, with, with Oculus Rift and stuff like that, right? As of this post, October 6th, uh, it would have been the weekend after the week after the 24-hour stream where Pokemon Sword and Shield, well, basically, there was a 24-hour stream from a forest, um, let me see if I got the forest here, forest name, I don't remember the forest name and I don't have it in the article in front of me, basically, we sat there and watched 24 hours of this forest, and really, all we got out of it was Galarian Ponyta at the time. Everyone was thinking it was Fairy-type, definitely looks like it should have been a Fairy-type. Who knows what the Galarian Rapidash is? Everyone's hoping it's going to be Fairy-type because Ponyta isn't it? But uh, Ponyta was revealed later on last week to be a Psychic-type Pokemon um, with some really cool abilities that, that basically prevent it from being poisoned and uh, prevent its teammates from being poisoned in double battles, and when it enters the uh, the field, it clears all of its teammates from poison. So apparently that's really, really, really important in uh, competitive. And I just know for me, I hate being poisoned. So I have a feeling like uh, Galarian Ponyta is going to be having a spot on my list. Pokemon Company has, and, I, and this is why I'm really glad I didn't report on, on things so super soon. Um, originally, reports were going around saying that there's 18 different gyms in, Gal in the Galarian region. Uh, Game Freak has come back and said, no, 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 no. Um, in fact, there's only eight that'll get you to, you know, the, the I was going to say Indigo, Indigo Plateau, um, into to the Elite Four, right? 
Um, there are, in fact, 18 different gyms, but you only need eight to complete the game. I guess there's going to be a major and minor league, and the eight major league is what helps get you to the next part of the game. Um, and then on top of that, there are... Um, version exclusive gyms and i think that's why there's so many so there might be eight regular ones and then four minor and then depending upon which version i don't know the math that wouldn't mean that each version would have to have eight gyms that are different plus one minor gym that's different so i don't know how there's 18 i i'm we're still waiting for the game to really find out i don't think anyone really really understands the entirety of this game uh, good news is we've got like what a month left until we can figure it out Game Freak actually considered changing up the battle system in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Basically, the article goes on to say that uh, Game Freak was playing with the idea of using only five Pokemon instead of six or more than. They felt like anything, or, you know, like five or less really threw off the balance because you ended up having a smaller team to react to so many possibilities that it didn't feel balanced. And if you went down to like something like three Pokemon, it really it really felt unbalanced because it, you had three guys against the world. And I think if you ask me, um, having six is good, especially if you're not like I remember being a kid and struggling sometimes in some of the older games. Um, having the right Pokemon on your team, you know, or even if, even if it wasn't a Pokemon you were using all the time, he was someone that would just sat in the back row to be able to pull him out like Blaine's gym, you know? Oh, Blastoise, you know, Squirtle really helped me in the early part, but I kept him in my party and then come up to Blaine's gym and boom, Blastoise was viable again. Uh, I think I think Game Freak's onto something with this and it sounds like they're still playing with the way um, the game system will be. Game Informer got to meet up with uh, Game Freak and the makers, basically the makers of Pokemon. They got to do their 101 rapid fire questions. And this is actually where that 18 Pokemon gyms um, misunderstanding came from. I'm going to leave a link in the article. It's to a My, Ninten My Nintendo News uh, website article. Um, hit up that article if you want to see all 101 questions. Last bit of Pokemon news. Apparently, if you're in South Korea and you pre-order Sun or Moon, uh, customers who pre-order a copy of the game by November 14th will receive a code for to redeem a shiny Solgaleo or shiny Lunala in Pokemon Moon slash Ultra Moon or Sun slash Ultra Sun, uh, respectively. Uh, the same applies to the double pack. So I don't... <laughs> I thought there was going to be a little bit of information when I grabbed this that would say that, hey, um, these Pokemon are in the the new game, but I think this basically comes to confirm that Solgaleo and Lunala will not be in these games, otherwise the codes would be to put them in your game. Uh, also, if you pre-order the double pack in South Korea, you're apparently going to get your hands on a shiny Necrozma for Sun Ultra Sun, Moon, or Ultra Moon. Uh, apparently the codes expire December 31st. I think this kind of confirms that these Pokemon will not be inlet in the new Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, makes me wonder though, um, how viable, or like, is this kind of like a throwaway giveaway? Being Giving away a Pokemon that's gonna be in the last version of Pokemon, and there's no real method right now to bring it in, you know what I mean? It just kind of feels weird. I guess Tokyo Tour is coming to Mario Kart Tour as of October 8th. Have you guys been playing it? Have you? I, I, it was one of those games where I picked it up, it was kind of fun, and then I, I moved on. Uh, I think the real shine and love about Mario Kart is actually uh, being able to play with friends, and I can't do that yet if, if that's the part of the game I'm in, or if you can even do it at all. 
I got a link here for my Nintendo news. Uh, 10 minute footage of Overwatch on the Nintendo Switch. I will say this game is looking great. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm recording for October 6th, but it's October 16th. The game came out yesterday. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Uh, I will... There's a few things considering if I buy it now or if I'm waiting for a sale, but if once I get my hands on it, guys, you'll be the first to know all about what I thought of, think about it. Really sad story here. Uh, I'm not sure if you've ever heard. I hadn't heard of them. Uh, Alpha Dream is a developer that's in Japan. Uh, they have now filed for bankruptcy. Um, from talking to some people that I know that know more about the video game industry than I do, uh, I guess um, in Japan, when it comes to video game development, people are very, very proud. It's very uncommon for Japanese folk to job hop like we do here in the North, uh, North America at least. Um, so, you know, they kind of stick it out. They're a lot more loyal to employers there than they are here. Uh, and, and it feels like um, maybe these guys were dealt a bad hand or maybe some of the... Like, we don't know the details of it. We just know that they've been filed for bankruptcy. I like to believe that they went into an agreement with Nintendo because they were third-party developer for Nintendo. They were responsible for all the Mario and Luigi games. They formed some kind of agreement with Nintendo where some form of you know, sales goal wasn't reached or something. And, and it was something that was like, it's a no brainer or, you know, they, they calculated risk was taken and they still didn't reach those sales numbers. And maybe that's why they've now gone under. They, they have they have basically from the under my understanding of it, they've accumulated too much debt and they now need to file for bankruptcy. Um, they, there, there was a, an incident or something happened that where they were not able to pay off a very large debt and now bankruptcy needs to be filed. New information about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles over on my Nintendo News now. Um, it's, what I found really interesting is that in this article, I read through it. Um, there's there's a couple tidbits here. Um, I, they really are going hard for four-player, multiplayer using uh, the, the mobile devices, Switch, or PlayStation. Uh, I guess they wanted to do something where they had you know multiple systems, kind of like the way it was set up previously with the GameCube and the Game Boy Advances and having to do that. Uh, but they felt that you know by having it online with all the kinds of devices that you um you basically were going to be having the same kind of experience it's a remastered edition it's not a remake which means that they're they might be touching up and updating the visuals but this <sighs> i want to say it's, it's as close to the original game as you were going to get to playing the actual original game the original game didn't have online so they're adding things like that and they're adding you know ui features so that you can play on your single screen with other people um so in that sense they're tweaking it they're basically tweaking it so it works in 2019 2020 i guess because it's coming out next year um but it's still very much so the original game. Uh, I think I also read that they're just touching up some of the music. And um, the, the biggest information that I've gleaned from this was that it's, it's going to be kind of like Fortnite in a sense where um, your data and stuff is going to be stored on the Crystal Chronicle game, I believe. Um, basically, the way they're saying it is I'm going to be able to pick up my phone, play with you today, and then go home and play on my Switch, and it's just going to pick up my, my, my progress from there, and it's just going to carry over. So I'm gonna, it's going to be device agnostic, basically. New Super Mario Maker 2 update adds the ability to play with friends. 
online. And from what I've seen online, if, you, if, you, if this is news to you, um, it looks really, really stable. So I guess it sounds like uh, you might be actually better off playing with friends that you know have decent internet. Um, because if they do have crummy internet, it's still going to suck online. But it's not nearly what it was, especially when you're picking up randos and stuff like that. Canadians, hello. If you're living in the Toronto area, EGLX, I guess, is a really big uh, video game conference, video game convention here in Canada. And uh, this weekend, coming up, because today's the 16th, this is really confusing. I'm not doing this ever again. I promise I'm not skipping an episode ever again. Uh, Friday, October 18th, Saturday, October 19th, and Sunday, October 20th, Nintendo is going to be at EGLX, and it looks like a really fun event. I was looking at other things. They're also bringing along with them Luigi's Mansion 3, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, entitled Goose Game, The Witcher 3, which is out already, and Ring Fit Adventure. So if you want to check out those games or uh, want to know more about it, definitely swing by those booths if you live in the Toronto area. Now, this is something that's kind of cool uh, over on the Nintendo page. I haven't seen it anywhere else but the Canadian Nintendo page. I guess we're doing nine weeks of nine challenges specifically in Canada starting October 4th for nine weeks following. Um, Nintendo is challenging you to take some of the biggest games in the Nintendo Switch system in the Nintendo Switch Challenge. Basically, it's I think it's their way to try and build up some some oomph. So October 4th was Astral Chain achieve an S plus rank evaluation on any file report on standard playthrough difficulty or above. And the more stylish, the better. So I did that. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was doing that. I did that. Um, from my understanding, playing Astral Chain, I thought I was a badass because I was getting these S plus ranks constantly. But no, if you just swap out your your legions, like as you ended up getting more than one, um, if you just swap them out and use them and use abilities and stuff, it doesn't matter how bad of a fight you do, um, you're going to get a higher rank. The, the flashier, the better. Uh, last week... October 11th, um, Legends of Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, start a new game in hero mode and play through until you beat the third dungeon without losing all of your hearts. This So each of these challenges is coming from a Canadian Twitch streamer. This most recent one is coming from a gentleman named Deathridge. Deathridge? D-E-T-H Ridge? Deathridge? Um, and then next week, starting on the 18th or, you know, Friday. Uh, there's going to be a Super Mario Maker 2. It's going to be live at EGLX. And Dragon Feeny. Who didn't? I don't think Dragon Feeny's Canadian. Is the Dragon Feeny Canadian? If she is, that's badass. She's going to be giving us the challenge next week. So The Witcher 3 is now out, but I thought it'd be interesting to throw this out there. Walmart, yet again, breaks a street date, this time for The Witcher 3. So The Witcher 3 was is due out was, was due out yesterday, October 15th. This article is posted on the 5th, which means, yeah, a good 5, good 10 days. Uh, the Witcher 3 was released. This is the collector's edition, even, and you've got pictures. Like, it's hard to deny that someone released this way too early. Congratulations to Reggie. He's been inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame with Lifetime Achievement Award. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel, I've got mixed feelings when things like this happen. I know in corporations, you know, the biggest, the brightest people, they rise to the top and everything. Um, but I also feel like as a CEO, you have to be the one to be front facing and, and be in front of people. And only so many people get the spotlight within a company. And so to induct Reggie 
he probably deserves it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he doesn't. I guess what I'm saying is there's probably a lot of other people in the video game industry that deserve it just as much, if not more than Reggie. But nonetheless, I want to just, I just want to remember there's other people working for Reggie or working with Reggie that don't get the recognition. Like we don't even know what Reggie's assistant's name is. I'm sure that person, male or female, is amazing or was amazing or is now working with Doug Bowser and they probably deserve an award too, but no one even knows their name, right? A lot of thankless people out there. But that being said, Reggie's the man. Like, let's be honest here. Reggie's the man. There's a reason why he's been inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame, and congratulations to him. Chucklefish reveals free DLC commander coming soon to War Groove, I think. And I'm going to have to get more details for you because um, this was posted on the 4th. I think it's come out since then. So, I mean, in my recording tomorrow with the updated episode, if it's out, I'll give you more details then. Ukulele came out and it, uh, the impossible layer for the Switch. Um, game looks good. People are really liking it. And a lot of people, I was listening to the IGN Nintendo podcast and something they said on there, I really, really latched onto and really believed um, that they were saying that they were so glad that that Platonic has gotten a second chance. You know, there, there are a lot of ex rare developers um, and the original ukulele game was, it was okay. It was good. Um, personally, for me, I think a lot of people were, were caught up on the nostalgia of Banjo-Kazooie. I didn't like Banjo-Kazooie then, and I don't know why I thought I was going to like ukulele now. You know, I played Mario. I, I liked it. I got enough of my, my 3D-ness with, with Mario. I didn't like Banjo-Kazooie. There was a, like I rented it a few times as a kid, just couldn't get into it wasn't my kind of guy it's too janky i don't know what what it was but you know ukulele this the, the original game was just like it on the flip side if we look at things that rare has made i love me some donkey kong country uh, i didn't really get into you know three four and five I rented them i've played them they're a lot of fun they're great games and i'm so glad that rare no not rare platonic platonic was a real plut it's, it's platonic not platonic Playtonic was able to uh, to be, I don't want to say redeem themselves, but show that they're not just a one-trick pony, and that they're a team of really good developers, and they've learned a lot of things over the years, including play, making Donkey Kong Country, that this game is, is good, and they've even, you know, I, what I love about this one is it's just like Breath of the Wild, in a sense, where you can go straight for the final boss if you want, but playing through the entire game is going to make that final boss stretch, um, not easier, but more manageable. In Hong Kong and Taiwan, if you pre-order the Ring Fit Adventure, you're going to get the, a drawstring pouch bag. Sorry, I don't like, I think it's a really cool giveaway, but uh, at the same time, I've, I've ordered promo material before. These bags aren't the best. So, uh, like a gym bag or something, or like a bag to, to fit the ring fit, like a custom bag to fit the ring fit, I feel like would have been a way, way cooler thing to, to give away. Now, I'm not sure if you know this, but back in the day uh, when Nintendo created the game Donkey Kong, it kind of helped revolutionize the video game industry um, and really helped save them from debt. Uh, there's a really cool story. I believe it's in Super Mario, uh, how Nintendo took over the world. I think that's the title. It's called Super Mario. There's an Audible book of it uh, I read. It was really good. Go to audibletrial.com slash smarter and you're able to get one free audio book. Uh, I definitely say pick up... Paper, uh, 
Super Mario. It's a really, really good book, and it talks about how Nintendo went from start to where they are kind of are today. One of those things was uh, the Donkey Kong games. They converted Donkey Kong. Uh, so I forget. I forget the co- the the cabinet that they were converting into Donkey Kong. But basically, they were taking a loss on these these cabinets that weren't selling, converting them to Donkey Kong, and then selling them and making some decent money. Uh, long story short, uh, Paramount. I think it was Paramount. Didn't like the fact that Nintendo was making money off of uh, a monkey called Donkey Kong, who kind of represented King Kong. Um, and so they sued him. And it really looked bad. It looked like Nintendo was basically going to have to fold there. But magically, their attorney, their lawyer, uh, a gentleman named John Kirby, came up with the idea. Um, it was quite brilliant, actually, that um, and found a, a, a previous law filing that proved that Paramount was using King Kong under fair use under um, the Copyright Act because I think the copyright had expired and and it was now public domain and so they were using it and they had won they had won uh, a legal dispute against someone else that was suing them because it's in fair use which means they didn't have a leg to stand on because they didn't technically basically that court ordered determined that they don't own King Kong which means they have no right to be suing them uh, long story short. Uh, it's not a confirmed story, but I think it's really what well, it doesn't hurt to think about it. Uh, John Kirby uh, won that for Nintendo, did like um, they just basically saved Nintendo's arse. Uh, and then shortly after, a game named Kirby's Dreamland comes out on the Game Boy. I don't believe Kirby was his original name. So, um, very cool story there. The reason I tell you it is that John Kirby has just passed away at the age of 79. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna skip the video game releases for this week, but I'm gonna just definitely suggest uh, grabbing a what is it? Resident Evil Six, Five, and Six are on the eShop right now as demos. Definitely pick up the demos. The games aren't out just yet, but definitely consider checking out those demos. That's it for this week, guys. I'll be back tomorrow for. Sorry, that's it for last week. I'll be back tomorrow with news for this week because there's a lot of stuff that came down the pipe, including Fortnite news. Even more Pokemon news came out today. Uh, I will be back tomorrow with another episode. Please feel free to head over to gamesmarter.ca. There hasn't been a new video for a while. Or hit me up on on Twitter at Kyran, K-Y-R-A-N. Or, of course, there'll be a link in the show notes if you want to leave a voicemail, a news tip, and let us know what you think of the show. Or just, just call in and say hi. I'll play it at the beginning of the episode. So until then... Go play something! <laughs>